and in word now. Please turn in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah, chapter 25. We will also be in Deuteronomy 7, 1 John 1, Psalms 119, and Jeremiah 51. Maybe I can preach in such a way you can turn there as we go if you didn't get all of that. You know, I, I understand what, what is said about one of the hardest things about preaching is and preparing a sermon is to get to what you're going to preach. You know, that, that's, the, that's a, a hard part about it. It hasn't been for the last couple of weeks, though. A few weeks ago... God is faithful, came to my mind and didn't leave, and we shared that last week. Nothing changed all through the week, and we're going to share it again. Not the same message, but we're still going to talk about the faithfulness of God. We looked into it last week. God is faithful. God's faithfulness is not something that he has achieved. God's faithfulness is who he is. It's his character. God's attribute is faithfulness. And we described God's faithfulness online last week. We looked at how his faithfulness is established. His faithfulness is limitless. It is everlasting. It's incomparable and it's great. This week, we're going to look at how God shows His faithfulness to you and I. He shows it in many ways, and this sermon could go on and on, but we're going to look at some certain things this morning. God shows His faithfulness by His counsels, by His covenant, by His cleansing, His continuance, and his closure, God is faithful. You know, when you look into the world, what can you really find that is absolutely faithful? There are so few things that you can see, and none of them measure up to God. When it comes to business, there's so much shady behind-the-scenes dealing going on, and there's so much that is unfair and is wrong in business. Uh, marriage vows are treated like a high school relationship in many ways. The church covenant can be related to the way people look at a diet plan sometimes, and you just don't see a lot of faithfulness. There's a lot of thoughtlessness. Much of what you hear going on in the world, it'll end up leading to such vanity that there will be nothing certain in our lives. That's what happens when we look to the world. But there's great news for you and I today, as shaky and as unstable and as uncertain. God is faithful. 
You know, God is just as faithful as the sun is to shine 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 36,500 days every 10 years, every 100 years, that is. God is just as faithful as the sun is to shine. You know, the sun's not always shining on us. We, We realize that. But the sun is always shining. We experience a little darkness at night because the earth is turning on its axis. But though there is a darkness, that does not mean the sun is not shining. It is shining. We're just turned away from the sun shining. And God is always shining. He is always a brilliant light, if you will, when we find ourselves in some time that appears as darkness. Know that God's light is shining. It may be that we have turned away from Him, but good news, we can turn back to Him and God's going to be there. He is shining. He is faithful. God has shown His faithfulness. He has shown His faithfulness by His counsels. Isaiah 25.1 says, O Lord, Thou art my God. I will exalt Thee. I will praise Thy name. For Thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. The word counsels here... It speaks of plans and purposes, God's purposes and God's plans. God's plans are from all eternity. No beginning in what His plans were. Before the world was, there was God's counsels. There was His plans. 1 Corinthians 2.7 says, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. There is no counsel like God's. It has always been and it has it is faithful. God has arranged all things from beginning to end. There has never been anything that has been sudden with God or unforeseen by God. He knows it all. He's planned it all. He's seen it all. All of His plans are consistent with one another. There's no hypocrisy with God. There is absolutely no contradiction with God whatsoever. His plans are in beautiful harmony with each other. God's word to Daniel, we find his counsels in his word, and his word to Daniel was seal up the prophecy. We are completely furnished with the counsels of God that we need by his word. Peter says we have also a more sure word of prophecy. God has given us wonderful proofs of His goodness through the counsel of His divine will from His Word. It has always been God's plan to save, to redeem mankind, to take the lost and to save them from their sins. Not only has God planned that, 
for anyone who will come to Him. He's planned out our life beyond that. He has a plan for all of our lives and He holds every detail to them and He teaches us how to follow His plans. He says to the children of Israel, they were... For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And then God's, and then shall ye call upon me. Ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Why would we dream and why would we scheme when God has a plan in detail for every one of our lives? These dreams may never come to pass. Scheming is a way of life for some people and the tragedy is God has a beautiful life planned out. He knows the thoughts that He thinks toward us. And He's made plans for us for been told, but what we know is coming, and we're going to be there, and we're going to see it all, and we're going to be with the saints of God. Most importantly, we're going to see Jesus. We're going to be with Him. He's going to make us to be like Him. His plans are wonderful, and His faithfulness is perfect, even when we can't see it in the experiences of life. Whenever life sends us down a shaky road, this is how we stable ourselves. God is faithful. Let us consider the faithfulness of God in all things that we go through. And you know what we'll do? We'll praise Him for His counsels. No matter what's going on, we'll praise Him for His counsels, His words, His plans for every single one of us. He has shown His faithfulness by them. He has also shown His faithfulness by His covenant. This is Deuteronomy in chapter 7 and verse 9. It says, Knowing therefore that the Lord thy God, He is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love Him and keep His commandments, To a thousand generations. Amen. It's important to our relationship with God that we understand His faithfulness and His power and His covenant that He has made to you and I. The end of that verse in verse 9 is not speaking of some conditions for this covenant to be true and to be faithful. That's just a matter of the experience of the blessings and the benefits of God's covenant. When we walk in His ways, when we love Him, when we obey His Word, we're going to experience the benefits of them. God is always true to His covenants that He makes with us. And the experience of God in our lives and His faithfulness, we know it. 
we begin to experience and to know God's faithfulness to His covenant, God's faithfulness to us. We are accepted in the Beloved. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. We sing that with peace in our heart. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 1, and he talks about us leaving this body and you and I going to heaven to be with him. The first three words of 2 Corinthians 5 1. How many times I passed over that? What God's faithfulness does to us. For we know know this. Oh, we know God's faithfulness when we walk with Him. Praise God. Ephesians says that we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The Lord thy God is a covenant-keeping God, and He is faithful. He is the faithful of Israel. They are the promises for you and I today as well in salvation. His salvation does not change. God is faithful of God. It's His attribute. How long will God be faithful? What kind of tenure is there on God's faithfulness? Well, let's look at the verse literally there in Deuteronomy 7-9 to a thousand generations. Let's just look at that literal number right there. Some people think of a generation as 40 years. Some think of it as 50 years is how long a generation is. Let's go with the lower number. The generations of a thousand, okay? If a generation say it's 40 years, that's 40,000 years. And I think that covers God's faithfulness to you and I. Though it's not even limited to a number. It it is endless. God is faithful until His Son comes back to the clouds to receive us. And then He's going to be faithful in the glories of heaven for every single one of us as we go on. There is... There is nothing unfaithful about God. He has shown Himself faithful. We can count on God. We can depend on Him. We can rest that His faithfulness is established and sustaining in His covenant to you and I. He does not waver with us. This word faithful, it has the idea of staying. He stays. He supports. He's firm. God is...
helpful to us. He lifts us out of the miry clay and He sets our feet upon the rock of His covenant in the Lord Jesus Christ and He is faithful to it. God shows His faithfulness by His cleansing. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to cleanseth us of all our unrighteousness. We know that every time we go before God with a broken and contrite heart over what we've done, listing in detail and explaining what we've done that offended Him, that is sin against Him, Experiencing that He has forgiven us. That He forgives us and He cleanses us. He is faithful and He is just. It's the right thing to do for God to forgive you and I because that's what He said He would do. And the way He's right to do it is by what His Son has done for you and I in that He satisfied the righteousness of God and He satisfied the justice of God. He lived a perfect life. He died the death that was for our sin. And God is just. And He's the justifier of them which believe in Jesus. And we can be sure that He washes our sins away. How about he shows faithfulness by his continuance? The 119th Psalm and the 138th verse. Every verse in that Psalm is related to the Word of God in some way. Here, it's by the word testimonies or the phrase testimonies that thou hast commanded. Thy testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. Isn't that a sweet phrase? Have you ever thought of the commands of God? It's the commandments of God that shows us we're sinners. It's a schoolmaster that leads us to Christ. The commandments of God show us we would go to hell if on our own, offending Him. But how about His commands are very faithful? I'm telling you, uh, while I sat and I studied this, I looked and I just melted over God's Word. It's very faithful. And it's continuing. The Word of God declares the fairness of the way that God shown to us what mercy He has for us that there is from God every day. Everything that God says, it's right and it stands and will continue to stand. After all of the attacks of the intellectual giants and they die and they take their belief with them when they die because the only thing keeping it alive is their imagination. When all of that is over, the Word of God stands. Those who would try to disprove the Word of God, those who stand against the Word of God, it doesn't even mar the Word of God. The Word of God shall stand. The Word is faithful for God's people. And it's never going to change. 
The righteous word lives and it will live on. It's, it's perfectly punctual. It's steady in every season of our lives. And when we do the Word of God, we know that we're doing right. You don't have that certainty and you don't have that faithfulness with anything else and neither do I. But when we are doers of the Word and not hearers only, rest assured that when we do the Word of God, we are doing right in our lives. For His glory, everything that God has said, it will stand and it continues to stand. The doers of the Word. When we do the Word, it may cost us a relationship. It may cost us a job. It may in some way cost us our very life to do the Word of God, but the Word of God is faithful and it should be stood on no matter what. God's Word can only be faithful to us. It cannot be unfaithful. God cannot lie. He does not break a promise. Every word is eternal and it's sure. God has shown us this about His Word. It has survived the ages. Its manner is trustworthy. The entire book of His is completely unified to change every life. And it makes us wise. And it gives us success in life. We find that in the Word of God. It has no beginning. David says, Thy word is true from the beginning. It has no ending. Isaiah says in 40 and verse 8, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of God shall stand forever. God is faithful, His word is faithful. And He has shown it by the continuance of His Word. And what He says about His Word, that it will never pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but My Word shall not pass. God. Jeremiah 51.29 And the land shall tremble in sorrow. For every purpose of the Lord shall be performed against Babylon. To make the land... But God got the last word in it. And God took Babylon for His people. them for how they treated Judah. Ultimately, His faithfulness with closure. God will always take care of of his people frustrated by anyone or anything 
whatsoever. God's faithful closure is His justice will come. God loves His justice, and it is going to happen. That's why we can be content with leaving vengeance to God. I wouldn't be so naive to say that we don't have a problem with that. I've known too many Christians that have had too many wonderful characteristics of the Lord in their lives, and yet I've talked to Christians in some of the last days or years of their lives, and they never gave that vengeance to God. They thought they could do a better job until the end. And some have said, you know, God can do a whole lot better job than I can. And He can do it right. And it hinders us. It hinders us in our Christian life to look for revenge. The Word says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Sowing and reaping, it's a continuous cycle. It's never going to end. It's a universal law. It keeps happening. What goes around comes around. And God does it righteously. God does it with a perfect record book. God... that He would. God is faithful to make all wrongs right. Can we rest in that this morning? That God is faithful in all things. We are missing something that we desperately need if we are not considering the faithfulness of God in our lives. We ought to praise Him for His faithfulness Every morning, we ought to think on His faithfulness in an unfaithful world with unfaithful people all around us, unfaithful co-workers, whatever the case may be. God is faithful. He's guiding us in what He purposed before the world was. His purposes, His plans, His counsels, they are faithful. He's assuring us Salvation by His covenant. He kept His covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, with Jacob, and on down to you and I in the precious Lord Jesus Christ. He's faithful to cleanse us of all of our sins daily. He'll do that in our lives. His Word is going to continue forever. And His justice, it is perfect. Wow, can we take a rest in God this morning because He is faithful. God is not only described as faithful, God has shown us His faithfulness. In this room this morning, in this sanctuary, there are many who profess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And by their fruits... You would say it's so. And God has shown His faithfulness to you. You have experienced 
the faithfulness of the Lord, the faithfulness of Him to save. He lifted your sin burden. He diminished your guilt. And you came into peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So what we're talking about this morning is something that many of you, maybe all of us here this morning, have experienced. But it's very possible in a number like we have this morning, there could be one, there could be a dozen, there could be more, and you have never had the experience of God's faithfulness. Well, He's been there all my life. In a sense, that is true, but in another sense, that is not. In the sense that you have experienced His faithfulness personally, that is not true. The very first time that anyone will ever experience the faithfulness of God is by coming to Him a sinner and trusting in His Son, Jesus Christ, to save you from all your sins. And I'm telling you what, there's nothing like it in all the world. God's Word says that you will in no wise be cast out. If you will place your trust in Jesus to save you from your sins, you can count it. It is dependable that God will save you from your sin debt. Your penalty is paid for and He'll come to live within you and He'll give you peace that you know Him as your Lord and Savior. He's faithful to do that. That is going to be your first experience of His faithfulness. And and we pray that that's happened in this service. We pray that that might happen right now. It's not just just a little walk along in religion and feeling plugged into church and attending church and the name slips on the membership roll. This is so much more serious than that. It's about you placing all of your trust in Jesus Christ to save you from your sins. Well, how do I... Well, well, I'll walk through those steps. I said that and, and, and did what the preacher said to do years ago. How can I know if it's true? Has it changed your life? Are you convicted to live in obedience to the Word of God? When something seems so convenient... Do you realize you have to turn away and trust God's faithfulness to do right and to let Him take care of you? He changes the life that He saves. Would you trust Him to save you today? To save you from your sins? And then to walk in a sure and a steadfast relationship with a Savior who is always with you, who leads you and guides you in your life. He can be depended on to save you. Child of God, let us daily... When, when we're on the mountaintop or when we're in the valley, whatever the case may be, it's God who is faithful. And He's faithful for you and I all the time. He has shown it to us. Through spiritual eyes, let us take a look. We need to take a look at that in all that's going on. We need to take a look at that every day of our lives. God 
is faithful. Let us bow before the Lord in a word of prayer. Lord God in heaven, dear God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that what we have gathered to do today is because of you. And what we have shared and what we have said, no one can tear down and nothing can. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. We not only read about it and study it and learn it in your word, but we experience your faithfulness in our lives. And it's a stability for us in our soul that we can't put into words or explain. But we thank you for being the dependable Father that you are to us, for loving us, that we can stand upon your word, that you convict us by your Holy Spirit, that you draw the unsaved, you draw those who are lost, that they might be saved. And we pray you would have your way with every soul this morning. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. If everyone would please stand. Saved a wretch like me. 